0: Right, punk. 79th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk. And with me as always
1: is my good friend Wink. What's going on, Wink? What is going on, sir? Uh, not a lot here. Um, you can't tell, even you guys on the live stream can't tell, but I am pretty excited about this. Um, I rearranged the office. I moved the desk up against the wall. I got some Some foam to put on the wall. I'm trying to make the room just a little bit better for the audio quality. You guys will have to let me know how my audio sounds this week. I put a rug down and just a few things to kind of just make it sound a little bit better. Because this room was like all hard surface and it was so echoey. It kind of drove me crazy. Um, I'm really hoping that this kind of fixed that echoey sound. Make it sound just a little tighter.
0: It does sound better i will say that and i'm sure that everybody listening to the audio podcast will love just how much better that audio is sounding
1: i i certainly hope so we will see
0: you want to hear something really crazy and i want to shout out to some of the guys in chat right now but uh zero zerk and drew just hit us with a couple subscriptions on twitch and what it made me think of is drew just hit his 24 month mark that means that at the wow. least we've been on Twitch for two years now. It does not feel like it's been that long. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> because we did a while on we did a while on YouTube before we moved to Twitch. Yep. And it just doesn't feel like we've been doing live streaming with the audio podcast for that long. It's just crazy.
1: It doesn't seem like we've been doing the podcast for that long. I mean, we're on episode <laughs> one seventy nine. We do one a week. I mean We've been at this three and a half years now. It's kind of crazy. Well, you, you think
0: about it, too. I think in that time, we've taken maybe four weeks off. Yeah, total. something like that. <laughs> so, yeah, it's nuts. Well, thanks to all you that are listening and uh, come hang out on the uh, live stream. We appreciate it.
1: It's and those fun. of you that download and leave us reviews and all that sort of stuff. We appreciate all of it.
0: Yep, no doubt. So what is this? Uh, you
1: got to tell me more about this cuz you th- sent me the link. It's crazy. And- um all right, so the link will be in the show notes, but I uh, I saw this really really cool article on a local news thing. They apparently, I guess NASA had given some girl a uh like an internship and like 3 days into her internship, she discovered a new planet, okay? And this doesn't sound uh, this isn't an astronomy class or astronomy podcast. However, what I thought was really, really cool about this article was the fact that actually mentioned Star Wars in the article, so I found it kind of funny. And this planet that they recently discovered actually orbits two suns. (laughs) So, like Tatooine, it kind of has the, uh, you know, the dual sun, sunset type thing going on. Uh, Really, (laughs) really neat. I thought that was Sounds pretty good to me. Yeah. So, I uh, think
0: it's crazy that a high school NASA intern was the one that found this.
1: Yes, they're like, "Hey,
0: you want to play with the satellite for a little <laughs> bit? Hey, what is this thing that I found here? Right? What, what, what is that? Where did you find that? I, I would like the to know dash. more
1: details on exactly how that happened. But yeah, I hope
0: this planet is named after her. If they don't name it Tatooine.
1: <laughs> yes it, it should either be named after this girl or tattooing no question um but yeah that that's pretty awesome so uh check out that link it'll be in the show notes um neat little article that i thought was cool and wanted to share with you guys
0: <laughs> okay um you're gonna have to tell me whether i can say the name of this person or not because i don't know if it would be considered spoilers because it might change before the show comes out But I read an article today about um, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series for Disney+. And in the article, it mentioned someone showing up in that series that I absolutely do not want to see.
1: Okay. You're going to have to type it in the show notes, and I can give my opinion because I don't even know who you're talking about. I have not seen the thing that you're talking about.
0: So, if you want to know... Go ahead and look up the store. Just look up Obi-Wan Kenobi series. It'll be some of the newest news, but it's kind of a... Someone was given a idea of... It, this is from a highly reputable source that has inside information of... with a Usually has good information. Okay. Anyways, they've decided to put this character into the show. <laughs> and really? I cannot... I could not be less on board with this idea.
1: Okay. Um,
0: interesting. I know we're skirting around you it know what's because crazy? I don't want to give it away if people really aren't even watching for news
1: yep. on the show. But- what's funny is we had a discussion about this character in, I think it was our Alliance chat. There were a bunch of us kind of chatting about it because it recently got brought up uh, You know, on another podcast that kind of dug into some details about this kind of Rebrought the whole thing back up but um yeah that's 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 interesting to say the least huh
0: yeah it's uh when you guys look it up and you know who it is take it to the one of our spoiler chats on discord because i'm really curious what you all think about it yeah take it to the mandalorian one because we we can probably switch that up to uh disney plus series chat but It's for sure. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Interesting. Indeed.
0: (laughs) So uh, the last thing I want to say
1: is uh, go Seahawks. I I can't find my cheese hat. I don't know where it's at. I was going to wear it on the stream and I forgot. Go Packers. (laughs) Go freaking Packers. Smash the Seahawks. I want to see the Packers destroy the Seahawks. I want to see Zedarius Smith. I want to see him sack Russell Wilson. No less than seven times. No less. Just total destruction, and it's going to be amazing. Um, I just really
0: find it funny if if uh, Beast Mode, since it's going to be so snowy, ends up running the ball for like 200 yards.
1: I, I don't think there's any way. I think he might be lucky to get 20 yards. Their line's not very yeah. good, and the Packers' okay. D line is really
0: good. 20 yards I think you were being a little uh, disingenuous there. Maybe not 200. But he's getting way more than 20.
1: I really don't know about that.
0: Yep, that's uh, that's some homer there.
1: All right. Well, we may revisit this next week. Anyway, yeah, some good football <laughs> games this weekend. Um, two NFC North teams have made it to the divisional round of the playoffs. Pretty crazy. And
0: only one of them I don't hate. <laughs> <laughs> so Gee,
1: what team is that that you don't hate? I <laughs> I can't imagine, huh? Uh let it leave everyone to guess that one. Alright, why don't we do that? And we'll go ahead and jump to this next topic. Hey guys, what did you do in Sloga this week? Alright, GMP, um mine is gonna kinda shift into our next topic, so why don't you tell everyone what you did first?
0: All right, so I am slowly but surely building up that uh General Anakin Skywalker clone team up in... until I get General Anakin Skywalker at a workable place, uh of course I've got Shock T with Boltzeta, so it works out either way, but Gear twelve, Arc Trooper. This week, I got him up to Ooh. gear twelve, and I already have him at a point where I only need forty salvage to get him to gear thirteen. So hell yeah! Very soon, I'll have all of my five hundred first clones at relic four, and I just got. I like it. I've pretty much used all of my get one, even from the new uh, the last territory battle. But I did get uh, Anakin Skywalker to six stars. Just Woo. To, so I like it. Yeah, pretty excited about that. So, uh, six star General Anakin Skywalker and a Gear Twelve ARC Trooper, almost Gear Thirteen. So, Shock T Clone teams looking good for the, um, for the territory battle. We'll see. I mean, all of my characters at Relic Four for the Cam mission still feels like it's going to suck, but uh, it's a lot closer than I was. So, yeah, should be good. Um. And one more thing. This was the week of ships. I can tell you that much. Because I got a seven-star vulture droid. So that was nice.
1: I got a seven-star IG-1000. Okay. And I got a... IG-1000? That's a bounty hunter ship.
0: Yeah. So you know what that led to. A seven-star Millennium Falcon. So I got all three of those, which make give me a lot more
1: options in ships
0: than I had before.
1: It's about Uh, damn time. I mean... (laughs) Hey, I got the five-star Millennium Falcon
0: (laughs) from the jump. Anything after that, no, wasn't it. That's fair. But I finally got them, so now I can use them in uh, territory battles even more. So that's good. And then on top of that, I would like to throw this out for dark side territory battles. I had no problem beating the phase four ship mission without without uh, without Houndstooth because of two ships, and those two ships were hyena bomber and vulture droid.
1: You leaking? No.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like she making faces over there.
1: No, Drew said it looks like the price tag is on the by Copper Mug and it is. (laughs) It was? Hey. (laughs) Surprise. No, but I'm saying that off uh, there.
0: Being able to use Hyena bomber and vulture droid in the ship mission at the end of We'll talk about this later. Not being able to use malevolence is a kind of a huge bummer. But right? That's Using Hyena Bomber and Vulture mm. Droid as uh, as backups or reinforcements to all Geo team on that fourth phase four mission was a breeze. Uh, those uh, Buzz Droids, is that what they call them? Uh, the yes. debuff? Yeah. Yep. Those just totally take out the other side once you get Hyena Bomber and Vulture out there. And it made that mission super easy. Didn't even have to worry about um houndstooth and deploying that or platooning that so i now know what i'm gonna do going forward especially once they finally let malevolence battle right territory battle that he thematically fits in so
1: no kidding that would be nice (laughs) yeah exactly well, and that so. Vulture Droid 7 star is going to make a big difference because I was looking at platoons um, for the Light Side genosis Territory Battle, which will be the next Territory Battle that comes up for most of you probably listening to this podcast. And I kind of figured out there there are the special, I can't remember what they're called, but there's like the offensive and the defensive like abilities that it adds. Formations, that's what it is. Offensive mm-hmm. and defensive formations that is added as kind of an extra ability in those combat missions, which should make those so much easier to beat. However, you do need either two seven-star Y-Wings and one seven-star Vulture droid or two seven-star Vulture droids and one seven-star Y-Wing in order to complete two of those platoons so that you unlock that ability. And... Um, I think I talked about this before, but we actually should have been able to do that, but we weren't paying attention and uh, mess up by us officers totally neglecting that. But we didn't think we'd have a chance to fill it anyway, so we're said to hell with it. But we could have actually filled two of those and got that last time, but we will definitely focus on that this time. But you having another seven-star vulture droid adding to the collection of the guild should you know we should be able maybe fill even three possibly four of those platoons in the ship missions which should help a ton so we'll see
0: sounds good to me yeah so that's pretty much the biggest things for me this week was a lot of good ship (laughs) ship work um and then uh getting that getting my clump my last clone up to... Well, my last 501st clone up to gear 13. So, I'm liking what I'm seeing. So, now I'm working on gearing up General Anakin Skywalker. And I've gone... Now that I don't have any hard uh, hard node farms, I have moved back to farming Holdo and Rose. So, I stopped those two to go after the ships. Wise. Now I've talked to them. So
1: well, we're actually going. We'll be bringing them up again later here in the podcast, but because uh, that's a good point, you may want to start farming those because we kind of got some hints about that this week. But um, as for me, a very exciting week in, S- in Swaga to to some degree, I guess the Grand Arena, like. I go through spells of caring and not caring. And what's weird is I've been caring, but I've just not been doing very well in Grand Arena. Um, In this last round. So I need to win this last round to get Kyber. If I win, I hit Kyber. If I lose, I miss Kyber. So basically, this win will determine whether I get three Zetas and a bunch of gear or not. So uh kind of intense. I went a little bit more offensive heavy. Changed things up. Um rebuilt my defense from from the ground up. I I've been kind of using pretty much same defense every round and um I changed it up this time. I've done a little bit of experimenting. I figured out some things that work really well, some things that don't work really well. And you know, the biggest thing with this 3v3 grand arena is just winning the first time cuz it's almost it's so freaking hard i mean uh i find it weird that using two characters to take out three characters is far more difficult than using like three characters to take out five characters so undermanning teams in 3v3 i have found to be very very difficult compared to the 5v5 and That also might be due to the uh, total, just I guess the total number of characters that are being used. So um, I'm in the spot where I'm trying to balance all of that out and effectively keep enough teams on offense to do well. There's not very many uh, two man teams that I use. One that I do like a lot is Dooku and Django. My Django is Relic 4. But the two of them combined are pretty nasty. They can take out a lot. Um, and, you know, one really dangerous team is any team with Daka on it because she can stun two people. She is not a good option for trying to two-man. I have figured that out multiple times. But, um, you know, if you just kind of go all in and try to win on the first time, for the most part, you should be good.
0: You know but, what makes me good in a grand arena? What? And I just said this in chat. Uh, <laughs> nobody has attacked me, so I've literally only needed to win one battle to get through my grand arenas.
1: I mean, that's pretty lucky. That's I. <laughs> I. It's been that
0: way almost all of three v three for me. Really? Like, now I've only been in three out of the four rounds, so I don't know what that second one would have held, but. In the other three, I think I've only been attacked maybe two or three times total. Yeah, it's been it's been a weird that grand that is arena. bizarre.
1: What is your galactic power?
0: My galactic power is well, I don't know. That's the weird thing, right? You look in this thing and it shows
1: you two different numbers. Let Let's go off the one that you get if you go into your characters. All right. Well, let me open here. I, I believe am at
0: 5.4. At... Yeah, I'm not I'm not there. I'm at 4.7, I think. Let me 4.
1: wait 7. for this to open. Okay. Uh, so yeah, 4.75. Uh Jenna and I, Anakin in chat actually brings up the next thing I was gonna bring up, which is Malik. Um, he mentions he doesn't have malik at all. I do have Malik, but gear eleven, and that is such a freaking kick in the nuts having a gear eleven malik when almost everyone th- there's in all the things that I've been in, there's probably been like three or four people that didn't have a gear thirteen malik. So it's just it's freaking difficult because Darth Revan and Malik, if they put them on defense, I have to two shot it. I can't want like Uh, If you guys have any good options, please let me know. But I have yet to find something that will allow me to one-shot that team. I've tried my Padme. I've tried CLS, Treya. I've tried a bunch of various options, various combos of things. And nothing seems to do a very good job. But I figured out a way to... uh The yawns are getting to me tonight. I apologize, guys. Uh, But I have found a way to two-shot it pretty easily, and that is using CLS to go in, take out Basil Sean, and knock some protection off of Darth Revan. This will allow me to go back in with my Darth Revan team and Malak. And very quickly, because my Malak's only gear 11, he will get knocked down below that threshold pretty quickly, get his uh, health still up, health still from Darth Revan, Darth Revan's gone, and then it's three-on-one versus Malak. And it's pretty easy because my Malak's always taunting. The other Malak can't really do a whole lot to him because he health steals, blah, blah, blah. And it usually goes really, really well. And I that, that I've found to be pretty effective. However, it's just... It almost comes down to whether they put Malik on defense or offense. I want them to save it on offense. Go in, get 56 banners against one of my teams. I'm fine with it because it puts me at such an advantage offensively, not having to deal with that. Um, So I I guess that's a tip for those of you with gear 13 Malik. If your opponent doesn't have a gear 13 Malik, put it on defense because it is it is a bitch to deal with it's so frustrating i hate it i really hate it i um, tried
0: that uh i tried that cls thing that you mentioned and my cls team must not have been half as fast as my opponent because he got i got the stun shot in and then maybe one or two other turns beyond that before everyone just got annihilated it was not pretty
1: my hot and chewy are relic three and four i believe uh cls gear 12 so that might be the difference there because i mean basically every malik basil sean and darth Revan that i see are gear 13 so it's probably hard to do if you're at gear 12 um do you have them at gear 12 or gear 13 uh
0: they're all gear 12 Okay.
1: Yeah. That that could be part of the difference, but who knows?
0: That didn't help for sure because his whole team was. He had Relic 4 Basil, a Relic 4 Darth Revan, and a Relic 7 Darth Malik. Gotcha. Which, when I looked at it, I'm like, all right, well, I'm not getting through that wall.
1: Yeah. So. So. One other thing that I have done uh, this week is I took General Grievous to Relic 6. Um, and I took Django to Relic 5 just because there are two characters I that are just great any time. I mean, you know, Grievous is just so good on defense. I want to minimize the chance of an opposing team being able to take it out. And then Django is an underman squad for me. And let's be honest, he's just nasty. So, yeah, what the hell? Use him. Um, I did a little bit of remodding on fives, some of my 501st, um, I got, uh, my seven star negotiator after his last territory battle, which is really nice. And I'm running an interesting team and I to give a shout out to, um, one Deadshot in my fleet arena who I actually stole this team comp from, but, or I guess not the team comp, but the, uh, the starting lineup at least. And that is Houndstooth, Anakin, and Rex. Rex is kinda nice because he gives the 10% tenacity, which reduces the chance of you getting dazed off that AoE from the opposing team. But it's pretty tanky. I like it better than um I Okay, I don't like it better than fives, but I like fives coming off the bench so much that it's worth the trade-off. Because Rex is one of my better ships. I'm going to use it anyway. So it's better to just get it in the starting lineup. Because it doesn't offer much coming in. But Fives on the other hand. When it comes in. There's turn meter reduction. There's the AoE that can hit all target locked enemies. Which I should have a couple of them out by that point. And it allows. So Katana stay on the bench. Because honestly. I I still think she's terrible in the starting lineup. I don't like her in the starting lineup. I target those teams all the time. They're super easy on offense. Um she's she's too squishy. She's way too squishy in all the right areas, you know what I mean? Uh no, I'm kidding. But um I do think that uh the relic for Bosque houndstooth that I have has made a considerable difference. Um it's it's really important just to have that ship survive long enough and not die out because the gear 12 is dying a lot. It holds up much better. This fleet only dropped till... What was it? 12, I think, today? Which is the best I've done in forever. So I'm pretty happy about that. Um, But I like this team comp with Rex uh, in the starting lineup, for sure. Um, I'll report back next week and let you guys know how it's been this entire week. But as of this moment, I am totally loving it.
0: Good to know. Good to know. Yeah, it sounds like... So you were... I was kind of showing off my TB diff defense on the live stream, so semi hearing what you were saying and semi not. But you were saying GAS with the Rex. Is that what you are saying? Um, uh, ch-
1: I, no, I was talking fleet. So the seven star oh, okay. negotiator. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, I thought you were still you were on the GAS thing now. Yeah. So what what were you running so,
1: with gas and G A C um in GAC with gas um man that totally depends um i've switched between using on offense and using on defense i i will tell you the one thing that i have settled on as far as grand arena and that is using shock t with fives and echo i love that team i think it's great um and i think that team is so good that i will build around gas otherwise um that you know, now that next Grand Arena I'll have a 7-star General Anakin. That may change my opinion because he was only gear 11 for his last round. But um, I think what I'll probably do is maybe like Gas, Ahsoka, and Ark. Maybe. And then use Rex as a lead elsewhere. Something like that. Um, I'm not exactly sure. But like I said, I do. I really like to idea Echo with Shock t
0: Because Rex's leader is still... It wasn't totally uh pulled apart with the reworks. Yeah. Like some people. Like uh yeah. Dooku.
1: Yeah. Good point. No. So um. Alright, so um that covers my new fleet team. But the more important thing is my new arena team, which of course is a Seven star now, which I'm very excited about. General Anakin Skywalker. I may so have a gear 11 Malik, but my General Skywalker is seven star, which is pretty awesome. So, um, I went ahead and took him to Relic 7. Uh, let's see. Let, let's go look at my team. I'll tell you the relic levels on all these guys. Um, so I have, uh, Gas Relic 7, Fives Relic 5, Rex Relic 4, Arc at 4, and Echo at 5. And we talked about modding Joanna and Skywalker last week, and I totally agree with myself from last week. <laughs> no surprise. um The offense set's freaking fantastic. I love it. It it does. It creates a really high baseline because so often you're not critting and it is, it's very effective. I love the offense set with the crit damage primary. It is awesome. I, I wasn't t- totally convinced and we didn't dig into this a ton last week because it's hard to know until you really get into it and see exactly how things are going. Um, I think, un. Like, mathematically, I don't think there's an argument for crit damage set bonus over the offense set bonus with Joanne and Skywalker. But I think it gets a little bit more murky when we start talking about protection arrow versus speed arrow or versus crit avoidance arrow. You can get into some murky territory in that area. I started out with three protection primaries, and it was working it worked pretty well. But ultimately I ended up switching to a speed arrow. And he is 269 speed currently. Um, the arrow I put on him has a decent amount of secondary offense, which I think is great. And he's he's got some pretty good mods. Uh like I say, he's it two sixty-nine, so he's got a pretty good amount of secondary speed. You know, it's not that secondary speed's necessarily you know it was bad at, at all it's obviously good it's always nice to go more often but i've actually talked to a lot of people that said they like their general skywalker to be slower than all their clones and of course you can math this out if you would like um I, I you know hit me up in discord if if that's something you're trying to figure out but cuz it gets kind of confusing with rex adding the percent speed for all 501st and then trying to figure out where Skywalker needs to be basically if uh my threshold roughly is two fifteen for a three hundred and six speed Rex, so my three hundred and six speed Rex will give turn meter to my whole team, and if my general Skywalker is faster than two fifteen he will be at a hundred percent turn meter and it will be random turn order if he is slower than that, then he will be behind that um. And like I said, I'm running him at 260. I'm running him a little bit faster just because I'd like to get a little bit, you know, get some more attacks in there. And the big thing is once you start stripping a lot of these teams down and you get it down to just Joe and Skywalker, he needs to go more often than the other and Skywalker. And so I think that's the primary reason for going with the speed arrow currently. Protection? Very important. I like I sort by protection secondaries for Joe against Skywalker to put you know try to get a little bit of extra protection on him. Uh because, you know, that's good and all. But all in all, you know, I, I'm I'm pretty happy with that. I don't really have many complaints at all. Um, it's a pretty good team. I hold a lot better in arena I was dropping the, you know, like mid 40s usually and first day i stayed top 20 and then kind of mid 20s which is pretty good i am totally um totally fine with that but uh yeah the team is pretty fun so far what is the
0: lowest rank you can be without needing refreshes i totally forget
1: Uh, somewhere in the 20s. I, I can't remember exactly what the number is.
0: Someone on chat will know, but I, I'd i say that's a pretty good spot to be in if you're only falling that far. If you fall into that, I don't need a refresh range. That's good. Because I then think it's
1: the high 20s. I don't remember the exact number. I by, think it's
0: 28. I was going to say... seems to be familiar to me.
1: I think it's either 27 or 28. I can't remember the exact number. It's one of those two, though.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, if you're falling... Anywhere before that, then you're saving 50 crystals. So yeah. that's pretty good.
1: Yep, I I agree. that That's the big thing. I, you know, I'd like to save that extra refresh because, you know, I've been using at least a refresh a day, which is brutal. Um, but if I can get away from using some of those refreshes, you know, for a week or two i'll be in a really good spot because i mean it does it adds up i mean if you talk about 350 crystals a week per arena i mean you can be flowing a lot of crystals just you know just getting your payout um so uh zara put in the chat that it is 27 because you can go 27 to 20 to 14 to 9 to 5 to 1 which that does sound correct um so twenty seven very nice very nice indeed indeed um so yeah, that's pretty much all I kind of wanted to mention about uh guy sky, I think I feel like it was something else, but I don't really remember what it was i uh, I'm sure I'll have some more opinions next week after I kind of see what this seems like a little bit longer um like I said, the only thing that I've really gotten dead set on is I do think grid damage uh, primary is really good, and I think the offense set bonus is the way to go. Now, um, I had one guy in my arena that held stupid well today. He'd been dropping to mid-20s and stuff, but I think he just got lucky today and held really well. But he actually runs four protection primaries on him. So his guy's guy has 129k protection at 258 speed. But he uses a crit damage set since he doesn't have a crit damage arrow. I think that's probably not a bad idea. You know, if you're going to get rid of the crit damage triangle, probably go with the crit damage set over the offense set. But if you're going with the crit damage triangle, stick with the offense set. I think that's probably a pretty good strategy. I haven't ran the exact math on that, but that's... I suspect that is where things would fall,
0: yeah, it makes sense to get all those things kinda evened out that way if that's the way you if that's where your best mods are,
1: yeah, so um very important to have a good arena team,
0: well, especially in this day and age of this game, where especially. the crystals the crystals are so important, so
1: yeah. Alright, so... Let's... Oh, man. It's going to be fun. Let's jump into this next thing. Strong with us. This update is Young Padawans.
0: I'd like to point out that you didn't play your new sounder for the modding section.
1: Oh, crap. That's right. I should have played that. Yeah. Here. We'll go ahead and play it so you guys can hear it because... It's per, uh, it's enjoyable. <laughs> like, what are you yeah. even doing? Yeah. Do you do you even
0: mod? Bro? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Hashtag. Do you even mod, bro? <laughs> oh
1: my god, mind blown! If you are unfamiliar, <laughs> that was, of course, a podcast with uh when McMull came on, and uh, oh yeah, it's a that's, it's a pretty that's good one. what.
0: That's where our Do You Even Mod Bro t shirt was birthed from.
1: That is true. within
0: days of that podcast. 100% true. We had the uh, the McMole Shattered Order mashup Do You Mod Bro
1: t shirt. You know, it's crazy. You can still get t shirts if you want one. Like, if you want one of these sweet Shattered Order t shirts that I'm wearing right now, that is ungodly comfortable. Like, I I think I'm about to order another one because this s- sultry female she keeps still in this shirt, which kinda pisses me off, but it's so <laughs> comfortable. Um I need to get another one. So uh well, bonfire.com
0: slash shattered order shirt. There you go.
1: Ah, uh, there you go. If you guys want to if you wanna go grab a t shirt, we would greatly appreciate it. Um, you know, Anything you guys can do to help support the show, we would greatly appreciate. Uh, If you guys are Amazon Prime members, we would absolutely love it if you guys would link up your Amazon Prime with your Twitch account and give us that free sub because you get a free sub every month. And that helps us out. It doesn't cost you anything extra if you're already paying for Amazon Prime. Um, You know, Even just little things like that, we we would greatly appreciate. And it gets you entered for drawings, um, which is really cool, of course. We gave out some some gift cards last week. So make sure you check the show notes if you didn't listen to that show. See if you were a winner. But I think it's time to talk about this Q&A.
0: Let's do it. Got some good stuff in there.
1: All right. So there was a lot of really interesting stuff. We, got, we kind of picked out some of the highlights that we're going to go over. We're not going to cover everything because was a lot to it. But uh, one thing that they that somebody asked about was the GAC history on Swagaga because... This was kind of one of the big things about whenever they started doing this. Is it going to be private? Is it going to be public? Like, can you go and see what everybody uses on defense? All that sort of stuff. And, of course, they mentioned where it's not private. And they mentioned that they're not going to do that at this time. Uh, You know, it's... They want it to be a good resource more so than it being private. So... Don't expect that change anytime soon.
0: Yeah. You know what? We already talked about this before on our show about our level of care. If it's private or not, I don't care, but I do care if it's made better than it is now right now, the ship portion of the JC history, isn't great. At least it wasn't the last time I checked. So getting better info on that part of it uh, would be nice. And then on top of that, just anything they can do to make that history even better than it is. I'm much more happier with them focusing on that than an entire new login to the Swagaga website to keep those things private. So, yeah, not to mention, I I don't know if we've ever talked, we ever talked about this on the show when that came out, but it kind of uh, showed some new things about the top end of grand arena uh, when we realized what the GAC history was going on, because we saw some of the defenses that the people making Kyber in Division One were setting against their guildmates, and uh, some of them weren't exactly the most. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's not competitive defenses. Yeah. So, I mean. Sometimes I wonder like, if that's part of why we want this private. But I don't know. I'm just saying. It yeah. doesn't bother me. It's not private.
1: So. Yeah, I don't particularly care one way or the other. I, It's whatever. I think it's a cool resource. I don't really check it that often. I'll check it every now and then or something. But, I mean, all in all, it's not really something that I use
0: if but, if a team gets like four defenses, I really want to look at it and see who was the one that started it off and yes. then and then what that turn meter did to whatever they tried to do with it after that. It's always a good
1: time. 100%, I agree there. Yep. So,
0: um the next question I I wrote this down cuz I thought it was really interesting. Uh someone asked, "What would you like to improve in Swaga this year?" Kind of a what was either right at the line of what you wanted or below it last year that you'd rather have better this year. And then you gave some pretty decent, like, insightful answers. Things I agree. Um The first one was the amount of time to build content and the amount of content released. So they'd like to shorten the amount of time it takes to mm-hmm. make new con- content. And by doing that, increase the amount that they release and hopefully do a lot of that this year
1: one thing about this is this has been a consistent theme we've seen over the past couple Q and A's. And also this one is they keep talking about this foundation that they're building in order to start making more content. And we'll talk about, uh, actually, is there the galactic war thing in here? Yeah, it's down there. Okay. We'll get there. Okay. So we'll talk about that, but, There's a lot of really good stuff um, that they've mentioned. Yeah. It would be in this QA,
0: they mentioned some stuff that I'm looking forward to already. And I don't know when it's coming,
1: but I want it now. (laughs) Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, if they're going to be focusing more on content, and you you know, there was one question where they were kind of patting themselves on the back over the release of relics. And I
0: thought that was funny because in that same question, I asked him to to mention one thing they did right last year and one thing they wish they had done better. Yeah. And none of the three that answered said anything negative or that they could have done better. I'm like, so you're forgetting the second half of this question.
1: But hey. I, I, I didn't really notice that, but I did kind of oh, want to say because, and <laughs> give them credit on... The way relics are handled. uh, I have a theory. You guys can agree or disagree or whatever. But I think the whole reason why they brought relics into this game. Is to give a reason to get characters on this platform. Where mods, all these percentage based mods. All factor everything in. And it's calculated easily. And it's not. It's not all confusing like it was in between gear levels before. You have this base where you have all these kind of set numbers and everything is balanced. And then increasing from here is just percentage increases, which I think is a good way to go rather than things just kind of getting mixed up. It's like you're adding speed or you're removing speed. You know, all that sort of stuff can really mess with testing and balancing that sort of stuff. And I think that Relics allows them to be a little bit more consistent with all that. You have this constant thing. You kind of know what's going on. And you once you figure that out, you can start looking at building new content based on that rather than having to look at, you know... um all these various factors that you kind of before based on, you know, how characters are modded and that sort of stuff, because like it or not, mods are a huge factor in this and relics have just kind of, I guess, given a foundation to make it easy to test this sort of stuff. And I really hope that's the case because if so, it will result in a lot more content coming out, which is desperately what we need. If 2019 was really the year of building a foundation to have more content going forward, I am totally okay with the way the year went, but we did not get enough content in 2019. Love Grind Arena. It's amazing. It's the best game mode in the game, and I'm I'm very happy about things they did to it. I think the new Territory battles are pretty good. But we do. We need something else. We need something that is new and different because it's kind of the same thing over and over.
0: Yeah, the only thing that I makes me question that line of thinking is that is there enough early game stuff for new players without... Because anything you add that's based around Gear 13 is for old players.
1: So I, no, I don't know. I, I like I get on the. There's a SWGA Facebook page. I get on a lot. There are a lot of people like couple million GP like, you know, I, I guess it depends on what you consider a new player, but if you're not eighty five. Oh, OK. And so, eighty
0: five takes a long time to get to. So I would still play. The, there are plenty yeah, but, of non eighty five players.
1: Th- that's fair, but part of the problem is if you're below a level 85 everything's new so and what i'm saying
0: is is that stuff is there enough there for new players because if everything they add from here going forward is based on gear 13 then there's nothing going to be ever new for new players to want to jump back into this game
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, but brand new players coming in and all this stuff is brand new. I mean, Galactic War is semi-exciting. All the hard nodes and battle nodes are kind of exciting. Cantina nodes are exciting. Like there's yeah, I a get lot what you're saying. Everything's you new know, and you've never played it. Right. Exactly. So, so I, I kinda think if you know, once you get to one to two million GP, you start getting you start getting to the point where some of these elite teams are taking up to relic levels. And they are making, you know, they are making a lot of these characters easier to get that came out with the journey guide. You know, we are starting to see more ways to get gear faster. Grand arena championships, for example. I mean, especially if you're a new player, that's a great way to get gear, you know, much earlier than you would otherwise, um, you know, or, or at least before, you know, before the uh, currency rework and stuff. Cause like now, grand arena offers pretty good rewards and um i don't know some people want them to be better i mean i would never complain about better rewards but you know just you know being able to get those extra kairos or whatever maybe a difference between taking a couple characters gear 13 taking advantage of relics and some of these new game modes that they may be working on and there's also a possibility that this new content these new game modes are scalable You know, because we have raids, for example, and they've done a really good job with raids at having these various tiers that you can do and have it still be exciting. And if they can still do that, I think it will go a really long ways to, you know, really hooking kind of newer players. But also, more importantly, giving us elder players that have been doing the same shit over and over something to look forward to.
0: No, I'm with you, man. I totally think that you're exactly on the mark with the whole... At least I hope that's it. Because it's the only thing I can think to believe is that the reason that they did six to eight months of gear and relics was to get characters on a different plane that might be m- much easier for them to build content around. So I'm hoping that that's the case and that now that they've done that eight-month uh, buildup, to this area where they can make it easier for themselves to build different types of content, that that's the main thing going forward for at least the next eight months, the same amount of time, at least before we see more relic levels or, you know, whatever. I uh, just, they got to get, they got to give us a reason to go into these things right now or give us more fun and interesting things to play than the stuff that we've been On, for so long,
1: yeah, totally agree. So, um, so getting back to our notes here is they're talking about the amount of time to build content and amount of content to be released. So hopefully that increases in twenty twenty if twenty twenty can be the year of content, which they made it sound like it's going to be more so than characters and stuff like it was this past year. So if that's the case, great. I'm gonna be super excited. Um. One other thing that I thought was interesting was the art dev mentioned something about the lighting in game and seeing the assets and everything. And I thought that was kind of interesting because I, I'd never really thought about that. I mean, really at all, but it was a good
0: answer to that question. Like what, what would you like to see better rather than reworking all of their assets to be look better is making them look better by bringing up the lighting in the game to the so that they're easier to see. I think that's a genius thing because then yeah. you don't have to rework everything to make it... I don't know. Why wasn't that thought of before? I don't know. Maybe it's a hard thing to do, but it is a smart thing to do because there are a lot of really cool-looking characters in the game. And you get to some of those, and there's a lot of them, a lot of those darker maps. Everyone just has massive shadows on them. Hard to yeah. see these characters, so hundred uh, percent. Yeah, uh, most deaf. We skipped all the art questions in our recap here, but there was a, that was part of the "What would you like to see improved?" question. It was in a, just an interesting answer from him. But the other one, we also got more time spent in combat with your teams making tactical choices. Woo. I love this answer because a lot of the times this game daily feels like SimFest, where you're just going in you're buying things you're simming for gear you're gearing up your characters and you're setting them up on defense and then you're spending in a 24 hours maybe an hour of fighting
1: yeah maybe like it's yeah it's crazy as much as there is to do in this game as much time is kind of required it's kind of weird how much of it is you know actually or how little of it is actually doing battles
0: yeah yeah, exactly so give me more time to actually use i mean i've unlocked general anakin skywalker have not played him once yet all i've done is gear him so i've got no place to use him
1: Uh, I mentioned last week how much I like him with Padme. I haven't used him at 7-star with Padme yet, but I got to admit, he's he's pretty fun with Padme. Mm
0: -hmm. Hey, that'll work. And this is the last... This last one is the reason I put this question on here. And I thought it was very... I thought it was truthful. The last person said they want cleaner releases without game-breaking bugs
1: complete no, acknowledgement of the of fact god. that
0: a lot of their a lot of their releases in the last year have caused some major issues with the game and they're they they just an acknowledgement that hey we would like for that not to be the case this year god which i'm sure that they we they knew that was the case for them but for wh- whoever the dev was i didn't write the name down to acknowledge that to everyone i think that's that was pretty good
1: I have an iPhone 11 and the performance on this thing sucks. It is horrible. I, like it is amazing the amount of times that it's on insane slow-mo. It just, oh, it's. So... My favorite is when you get oh, the, so uh, you've lost
0: connection. Even though you still have connection. So you got to hit try again ne- and instantly you're back in the game. I've never had that one. actually. Oh, I get it all the time. It'll pop up the screen. You've lost your connection to the game. Try again. Huh. And I'm right back to where I was. It's like, what connection did I lose? I didn't get kicked out of my battle, thank God. But yeah. Mm. No, see. ah, uh, I don't want to Okay, I gotta not talk about chat. You people talking about vehicles are gonna trigger me.
1: All right, we'll get we'll get to that <laughs> in a second. Uh, we'll go ahead and talk about the mod cap. Uh, like they've said before, there's no plan to change the mod cap, but they've talked about in a previous Q&A making it easier to sell mods so hopefully they'll do some, something with that. But they don't sound like it's a real high priority, which if they're working on better stuff, I am okay with that. Um, they mentioned, they answered a question about relic abilities and that's currently been put on the back burner. Uh, they're pursuing other opportunities first and you know, as they kind of get into the new year, they may come back and revisit this, and it may be something they come back and add in. Uh, I suspect it's probably just a lot of testing and balancing just to make sure that these that some ability doesn't completely break a faction. Because if you add one new ability on a character. The implements on that entire faction are ridiculous. And, you know, also crossing over factions. I mean, you have no idea what you're getting yourself into. And <laughs> it's probably better to just not mess with that than mess with that. I was actually s- surprised as hell whenever they mentioned Relic Abilities to begin to with. Be, yeah, see,
0: I'm glad they're on the back burner. And you know what? I To be completely honest, I wouldn't be totally fine if they never came.
1: I suspect they won't.
0: I don't, I, I, they just, it's, it, it'll add too much to the game that will be unforeseen, in my opinion, that it'll just cause problems. And then they'll have problems for four months from, if, especially if they release a bunch of them at the same time, you know, I'm just, relics do enough for characters as is without adding abilities that I'm totally okay with them being what they are without abilities being added yeah
1: that's that's a good point now if they find some
0: other type of thing that it adds that's not an ability on top of what it does now that could i don't know what that would be but maybe a different type of let's say if you could make a relic add a second mastery stat to a character and you got to pick it kind of like mods that would be interesting to me that would be something i could get on board
1: (sighs) I don't like that because that's a no going back type thing. No, I'm talking about pick it. You can switch it around like mods.
0: Okay, if you uh, If okay. you could switch you're like, okay, "Okay, you've unlocked relic 10. Now you have the ability to unlock a second mastery stat, and if you pay credits, you can reset it and pick another one." And move, use it kind of like a mod. That would be really slot. cool.
1: Okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I like it.
0: So that would be interesting to me because that's more stat driven and we have enough stat driven modifiers in the game already that it would just add another layer that i'm and cool with abilities i just i could take it or leave it
1: and it would be super interesting on a character like RJT who is technically a tank but is more for her support and attacking abilities since she doesn't have a natural taunt uh, basically, the only way to get her to taunt is by stealthing everyone with R2-D2 or using the new Finn. Mm-hmm. So, that would be cool if there was a way to add more stats to make her more of a damager. If that's what you want her to do, That I would have no objection with that. That would be interesting.
0: Alright. Uh, they're looking into a gear inventory screen with a more holistic way to make gear for characters and relic salvage. I think we talked about this last week when we were talking about quality of life uh, changes that we want to see in the game, but this is one that absolutely has to come. I don't know when it is. I think they were talking in the QA about this being put into the game in a future quality of life update, but if I don't have to go to my five-star Lobot, not five-star, gear five Lobot to get... Uh, Mark V BAW mods made and I can just do it on a gear screen that would be way better than what it is now Uh, there are people that can't even build certain pieces of gear because they don't have a character that needs it so there just needs to be a better way to build gear, gear for relics to make the salvage than there is now not only that but it would be a good way to farm certain pieces of gear for an upcoming character let's say that you know what gear they need like back in the day uh, General Kenobi for example I had a massive sheet of all the gear I needed so that when I unlocked him I would be able to gear him up to gear 10 I think it was at the time but I had that gear sheet ready to go if you had a gear screen you'd be able to say okay well I need this." oh, you know, I need this uh, droid collar. So go find in the gear screen and you could find where they're farmed from that screen and then farm that piece of gear into the amount you needed so that when you unlock that character, you're ready with that gear. It would be way better than having to go look through other characters that need that gear to find it or clicking on every, you know, node to find that piece of gear. So I look forward to this gear screen for sure.
1: Very cool. Um,
0: new tiers of challenges. The answer to this question was awesome because it gave us two very cool, uh, looks into the future. So someone asked about new tiers for challenges, if they would be doing that. And then they said their first part of the sentence was we would with an exclamation point, meaning we are looking at new challenges or new tiers to challenges. Sweet. It's not what they're doing right now. But instead of not saying what they're doing right now, they went straight into what they are literally doing right now. And that is adding a new tier to the assault battles. Love it. I freaking love it. We're going to have more of a challenge from events soon. And that is one thing that we've talked about on the show for a very long time is that how events are set it and forget it. Put it on auto. If you have a good team that's going to roll right through it, that's all the way it is. And I've done that. The last two days for whatever assault battle it was. Uh, I think it was Rebels. So you just throw some Rebels in there. And it was Rebels and Clones. Because I remember I did a Rex lead. Rex, Echo. I did Rex, Echo, Fives, Han, and Chewie. And just set it and let it go. And it was yeah, easy mode. So
1: I uh, I, so... Uh, J- joker mentions chat they'd rather have the better challenge shares because you get those multiple times a week versus assault battles that you don't get every week but assault battle it might be my favorite game mode i i love i used to hate them but the assault battles when they are attuned for kind of where you're at in game i think they're the most fun event in the game they're they're awesome because it's almost like a raid. You have these multiple phases. You got to get through. They're all a little bit different. You have to play them all a little bit different, but Mm -hmm. you can play it over. You can play it whenever you want. I absolutely love assault battles. Adding assault battle tiers that would hopefully add Zetas and that sort of stuff into those final battles. Oh God, that would be amazing. Uh, I would love to see something like that. I, I have my fingers crossed so hard on getting some new Assault Battle tiers here pretty soon.
0: And think of it this way as well. Um, new Assault Battle tiers mean new Assault Battle tier rewards. Yes. And that doesn't mean it has to be the same type of rewards as earlier um, tiers of that Assault Battle. If this is actually a legit, much harder tier for these assault battles where you have to work towards it to beat it Uh, the first time rewards will be probably ridiculous and then going forward from that I would guess that all award that new tier of assault battles rewards will probably be the same for each assault battle as opposed to being the same as each assault battle so you're not going to like I'd say you're probably not going to get a bunch of rebels and a few pieces of gear for this last tier you'll probably get Good pieces of gear and maybe some slicing material, and then you're going to get the same in the other types of assault battles. Like, yeah. I'd say this reward tier is going to be the same for each assault battle as opposed to the rewards being different with each assault battle the way they are now, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like a new tier is going to get you something good. I would hope. They got to make it worth playing. I mean, it's. Yeah. Obviously, so. it's already worth playing because it's not new content, but it's a new tier of harder version of old content to try to challenge you. So I don't know. I'm pretty excited about that.
1: Yep. Me too. Uh, Another thing is they said they're looking into non-client update change to guild requests to make them more expanded. Please allow me to request uh, other pieces
0: of gear. There are so many pieces of gear that you cannot request in this game. And most of them are the ones that... People would be requesting now, yep um because nobody's given out their i don't I mean people still ask and I don't understand why, and I guess there are nice enough people in our guild to hand S- some out, but stun people guns. still ask for stun guns, nobody's given that out, but like let's say you have two hundred of a That's droid a caller big nope from me you say, if you have two hundred of a droid caller that someone's asking for, you can give up one of those. Probably, I do most of the time. If i have droid over 150 color? of something, I will
1: give it up. No, nah, George Collar is too valuable at this point. Not, Not for, for one. Every char- Pfft,
0: I can give away one to my
1: every Every character go relic thirteen or gear thirteen. No, I will pass. Nope. One of those out. No 3d bastard. Nope. Bast- nope. I, I like round numbers. One. Like if it's I'm at literally, if one. I'm at two thirty one, the one. Guy asking. If I'm at two thirty one, I'll sacrifice it just to fix my OCD. But otherwise, nah, hell no. All right, I'll make sure our guild knows that. You <laughs> greedy bastard. Hey, I give out plenty of other crap that people ask for. Thank you You're you
0: like, oh, hey, here's all this garbage that nobody
1: really needs. They're just asking. So another thing I found that was amazing from this is they did confirm, which we assumed, there was going to be a new Poe Dameron coming
0: interesting that we've been I mean it makes sense right so we got Sith Trooper and Hux and the only other character they've released is uh, Resistance Hero Finn so they released two Dark Side one Light Side now we already know of another Light Side so that evens it out and they already said that there are probably more characters since they're talking about this movie and new characters until March or the what did they say not the fall but the spring till spring they're focusing on this movie so
1: so all right here's one thing here here's the thing I want to see with Poe I want to see Poe with a capital ship that is his x-wing I I want to see something different with capital ships I want to see them throw a monkey wrench in the way the whole thing works. Bring in Poe with his X-wing being the capital ship because, uh, not not to make spoilers, but spoilers. Okay, at this point you've had time to turn this off. Um, I mean, he is he's he's leading the whole thing from his freaking X-wing in the final battle on. Uh, X again, Exegol, X X-igle, yes, and it was X something. Um, <laughs> that would be kind of interesting like I, I feel like there's something there that could be really awesome so we'll see
0: yeah uh, squad leaders as capital ships would be interesting because Red 5 would then instantly be wasn't he the squad leader no he was was he Red Leader he wasn't Red Leader was he I don't think he was I'm gonna say I don't remember, so I don't get roasted.
1: Yeah, but capital <laughs> ship I think is a little bit yeah, different than like the leader of a squad squadron. Anyway, it's I don't know. We'll we'll have to revisit this idea, but I I would like to see something a little bit different there, and I think they might be able to do it with you know Poe having an X-wing. Um. All right, so they said the key goal to the new content coming is giving players something challenging to do every day in Galaxy of Heroes, not just a reskin of something they've already done, but something that's entirely new altogether. Please. Please, that that would be great. I I would love it. I would um This y- is what Okay, I'm re uh, I will read into this so
0: far because I thought this goes back to the new tiers of challenges thing they were talking or no. Uh Have we even talked about this? No. So, okay. All right, I'm going to read into this. All right, so here you go. All right, uh it let me read this the one the point right under this and then I'll read into it. So you read into that. First one, key goal of new content coming is giving players something challenging to do every day in Galaxy of Heroes. Not a uh-huh. reskin of something we've already done, but something new altogether. Then, in okay. a question, like the next two questions later, this was an answer. Uh, there was a question about Galactic War. And they said they would, or said that led them to talk about the new game mode they talked about in the question we just said. Then they said, um, Galactic War hard mode would be cool, but they can do better. So, in my opinion, this new daily challenging content is something new, but it's not a reskin of Galactic War. And to me, that starts going to getting into your tower climb type event or your horse yeah. mode
1: type of event. Yeah, and if now that's we're what talking. they're
0: alluding to there, from those two answers. I am super stoked to hear about that, whatever it may be, because either a tower mode or a horde mode in this game would be amazing to me.
1: All right. So I I don't know. I'm sure a lot of you out there have had this experience, but maybe not all of you. There is nothing better on the planet. So my favorite arcade game ever is Galaga. I love that game. It's freaking fabulous. There is nothing like going to a freaking arcade or a laundromat or whatever playing some Galaga and setting a new top score. It's freaking fantastic. I was wondering That's where you go with this. But now I know. I want a I I want some sort of towering endless mode that maybe has a theoretical limit as just based on it becomes so damn difficult. You're not going to beat it, but that finds a way to factor in your efficiency on all those previous levels to get you like a score and you know, like you get X number of attempts per day and you know, based on your scoring, you get rewards at the end of the week or the month or whatever. Or even if it like every
0: five or 10 levels or You know, tears that you did. You got a, you unlocked a different reward package at the end of that day. That would be perfect. And as you something else, and then like they maybe an achievement for different levels of that as you went, as like the one time, uh, so make so when you get that high score, you actually get something for getting that high score the first time, and then any time after that, you get that package for whatever the fifth or the tenth closest level you got to was uh in that you know what i mean yeah so
1: i'm all about that all about it because it would be great it's like something that makes things a little bit more fun because that's one cool thing about grand arena is the strategizing your scoring of the points it's you know, can you finish with this character with full protection, full health? You know, is it worth it to add a third character into your 3v3 team rather than going with the two-man team because it's going to ensure that you're guaranteed to win and you're assured to get the 54 points rather than risking getting 53 or 52 points in order to get 55, you know, something along those lines. That would be just... Oh, I I would love it. I would love that arcade style game mode to come to Swaga. It would just oh, it'd be freaking fantastic.
0: I got a few more ideas for that. Uh, after the QA section, I put in some some modes we'd like to see, or that some variations to what we've already talked about right now. To that, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, because I want to see what you have, what your thoughts are on my ideas. But okay, um. I was really excited with those answers because it is a daily thing that it sounds like they are at least planning on working on uh, this year.
1: So that'd be great.
0: uh, No malevolence in GOTB is a bug. Thank goodness they acknowledged. It's not a bug.
1: It's a big freaking kick in the nuts to everybody with seven star malevolence.
0: Yes. Well, yeah, because here's the thing, right? Platooning that HT, which it requires so many of in that phase four, would not be half as bad if you'd had your malevolence ready to go with a vulture and a hyena bomber. Because now you know, platooning HT isn't going to bother me that much. Now, I was able to beat it pretty handily without uh, malevolence. And I feel like the next one I'll be able to do it again. But it'll be really nice once I have malevolence. malevolence, Yeah to do that that much easier once i have my ship and i'm allowed to use it so they say they won't be fixed before the next iteration but the one after that it should be fixed and malevolence will be allowed in there so not going to be fixed next month but uh in march it should be fixed so the next one galactic legends so they just had
1: a few things to say about galactic legends i'm excited. This is the topic I've been waiting on. I'm so excited! <laughs> All, <laughs> All right, so the ahead. first
0: thing they said is new Kylo and Ray will not be the versions we saw at the end of Rise of Skywalker. Okay, so if you've seen the movie, you know why that question was asked, um, yeah, and what they look like and what they their their abilities would probably be, but um, it's just a snapshot of them at some point throughout the movie. So, okay. uh, without explaining that too much, giving away. Spoilers for the movie. Uh, that is a good thing to know for those that have seen it, to know what to expect for those two characters. Yes. Um, information should start rolling out for these characters at the end of the month. So in a couple, weeks, couple weeks, three weeks or so, two and a half weeks or so, we should start getting information about these characters and how to get them, what their kits are, and all that kind of good stuff.
1: One other thing they mentioned that ties in with this is the fact that they... They specifically said that they wanted to announce these characters long enough so that people didn't necessarily have to panic farm for when the event actually gets announced. So they're not being very coy about this, which is nice, but also extremely freaking concerning because. But here's the part that
0: that's okay. I appreciate that sentiment that they've said, but the only thing that we can tell is that there are fifteen. 15- possible combinations not combinations but 15 possible care options for each of them not what they are so if you want to panic farm now or you want to just farm to be ready for it you pretty much have to farm all first order and resistance to be ready so it's not that easy of a farm to be ready for it like they make it seem but uh i guess that's the idea is that hey For for crew or for the new Kylo Ren, you need crew. So that's kind of a hint to say more than likely it's going to require first order. Because if you look at the number of first order in the game, you know it's getting it's approaching that fifteen number. And the same for resistance with the Ray, it takes you know Jedi training Ray. And then doesn't show anyone else besides the other 14 empty slots, which is getting close to the amount of resistance there are as well. So if you want those characters, that's those are the things you're probably going to need. And it makes sense that they say we wanted to get this out there in early enough that people knew what to look for. Well, there's a lot of things you need to look for. Do I need them all? Do I need some of them? Which ones are the best? I don't know, but it sounds like at the end of the month, we're going to find that out.
1: They mentioned that they're going to be dropping hints, kind of, about what it is. And a lot of people, as we mentioned on a previous podcast, suggested that maybe some of these characters that we've been seeing in these packs, like Holdo and Rose, could actually be hints as to what we're actually going to need for these new characters. And it might make sense if they make some sort of storyline going through the movies or something along those lines. But I. I am very curious to see exactly where they end up going because there are so many options. I don't think it's going to be somewhere you required all 15 characters, but it kind of was for Joe and Skywalker. You needed a shit ton of characters. There was a ship mode. There was a character mode. One thing I I do need to do, I need to work on getting my special forces tie fire pilot to seven star because he is not, um, I should start buying those just in case. Those He's not seven star? No, God, no. God. guilt currency. I need gear, man. I need gear.
0: I've always, always prioritized character shards over a few pieces of gear.
1: Nope, not me. Much prefer the gear. I love gear. Well, Gear's good stuff.
0: The main reason I picked up this game was to collect characters, so... Not me. No, yeah, I'm going to collect the characters first. Yeah.
1: See the, all of you listening out there in listener land is that's that's the great thing we come at this from two completely different approaches so you're getting you're getting opinions on both sides that's why you should listen to Shadow or a podcast that's why you should share it with
0: your friends too just saying that's why um, you should gear gamorian guard that's why you should actually farm gamorian guard Quote. yeah
1: quit, by name quit to, Called no, out by name no don't cable don't, don't bother with that nonsense um shout out to dark our, molly <laughs> i
0: know he's got his uh he's got his a uh, gear 12 too
1: that's wrong with you people <laughs> um <laughs> we're having discussion in our patreon chat hey if you want to join our patreon only chat in discord patreon.com slash order support the show we got some announcements coming next week uh, that we hope to have ironed out, which I think are going to be cool. But um, <laughs> that that scene from what what is that movie? Tropical, Tropic Thunder, Tropic Thunder. That's what it is. <laughs> the what do you mean you? Pe- it's it's so. What stupid. do you mean that's, you people? Yeah, it's so funny. Um, all right. Anyway, done digressing. So, one we that. No, we're not. We we sit well. But uh, one thing that I thought was great about these Galactic Legends characters is they said they will feature a new mechanic as well as a couple other unique twists. And they will be powerful and iconic and all that good stuff. So I want to talk about some of these things they've mentioned for you before you go into that.
0: Do you remember what the last mechanic that they introduced was?
1: That's what I was going to bring up. There's been a lot of things they mentioned as new mechanics come up. We had CLS who had this mechanic of switching between stances. And then they brought that in again with Cam. We had R2-D2 who brought in like a new debuff. We had a new mechanic, which I think is what you are about to be talking about. Was which saying, this was... is the
0: biggest one I feel like that has come to the game as far as characters go.
1: Don't tell uh, me what you ahead. think it is. Um. Oh, my God. I lost it. Summon the, units, uh, man. Cro- oh, no. I was actually going to say Jorank and Skywalker, the topple versus not being toppled thing.
0: No, my biggest mechanic that they've added to yeah. characters of all time is a summonable character. That's... A-
1: another great one and that's um, like
0: the newest one and if if anything of these new galactic legends is to that level of a mechanic for a new character that will be very interesting to see what that mechanic is
1: and so just those are a couple ideas of things that they've mentioned as new mechanics and then what we actually got in game i came up with two ideas that i thought were really interesting one of them I actually think is kind of likely to see in one of these characters. The other I think is just kind of interesting. Did you come? Did you have anything that you thought was interesting? Or honestly,
0: nothing came to mind when I thought about new mechanics for characters because, I mean, I I don't think as much as all those ones you mentioned to me weren't. I mean, I guess they are mechanics. I I went a lot more in depth with the summon because the summon to me takes a lot more mechanical behind the code uh, to do than some of these ones you mentioned, but they are definitely on that level. I'm curious if these types of mechanic, new mechanics they're adding to these characters are the type you're mentioning or to the level of completely being able to call a new character onto the battlefield
1: but calling a new character on the battlefield at this point is not a new mechanic. It's something we've already seen.
0: Right, right. But I mean, like, that to me was bigger than any new debuff or buff that was added to a character, you know what I mean?
1: Okay. So, all right, here are my two ideas, and I think both these are really interesting. The one that I actually think is kind... I don't want to say likely, but most plausible to see one of these new characters is a character entirely without speed. This is a character that basically has zero speed. Nothing that you, no speed that you add, add will change anything. It completely removes that stat from being usable on the character. However, in exchange for losing all of that speed you get something where every other or maybe every third turn, this character takes a turn. I was going to say, if
0: you gave him a percentage of turn meter every time he was hit.
1: Exactly. So every time somebody takes a turn, this character gains 33% turn meter or whatever it is. You could have something that is where the opposing team's speed actually affects the speed of your character... To some degree, and the speed of all of your other characters affect how often this character goes as well. Match this the would speed also... of the fastest character and add one. <laughs> exactly. And this would this would allow you to mod in completely different ways. You would you could be looking for mods that don't have speed. Because that is one thing that I think is actually kind of important whenever we look at these new mechanic ideas that they've brought to the table. All of these mechanic ideas have had ways of reducing the combinations of mods that you may need for that character. So, for example, the, say, Arc Trooper or Brute Alpha, they summon another character, which makes the stats that they share more valuable. Kind of the same thing with fives in a way the stats that they have, you kind of want to focus on the stats that they're able to share rather than stats that they aren't able to share because they're just not as valuable to your team. It could be like that in reverse in that you're wanting to move entirely away from speed and you're looking for mods that maybe you've been selling off or something. So you're finding a special set of mods specifically for this character. Um, Or it could entirely be a speed ability where or a leader ability where it sets the entire team's speed to zero and your team alternates taking turns after every other turn or something along those lines. I could see something like that. It wouldn't be surprising to me at all, actually, because speed has become so important in this game and they've been introducing a lot of different mechanics to kind of push you away from that idea. Uh, brute Alpha, speed's still really important, but protection, also really good. Survivability, really important. Arc Trooper, offensive output, really important. Um, a lot of these new mechanics kind of have the same idea. Same with Junk and Skywalker. Half the time, he's not even using his speed. Uh, so, therefore, giving him something like survivability. A lot of people are going with crit avoidance or protection on that arrow just for the fact that, you know, it makes him more useful overall in the match. Moving away from speed in that way I think is actually really interesting and is probably a pretty good idea. So I wouldn't be surprised at all. Uh, in fact, I will say I am 99% sure that one of these characters will have something that, com- that does a really good job at mitigating the speed needed on the team or that character for it to be incredibly effective.
0: Drew Nut says, what if Galactic Legends counted as two character slots, so you're 4v5, almost opposite of a summon? <laughs> That's an interesting idea. Uh, interesting? I'd,
1: That's long not too crazy from my next idea. long,
0: either. long time ago, I had that idea, and I would in hope the that the only time away. that they brought this in was if they brought Jabba the Hutt into the game.
1: That would be great. Because if Jabba, Jabba the it Hutt, to me,
0: would be the one take up two character that slots. needed to take two character slots.
1: Yeah, that's fair. That's totally fair. Um, so that's going to kind of lead into my next idea. My next idea is a character that has two completely different health pools. And I think there are several different ways you actually go about doing this. And one of them would be So you have two different health pools and you kind of have to kill off each of them at times. Say you could have one that is like a tank health pool and one that is an attacker health pool. So if you kill the attacker, then that character, say, loses an ability or something. If you kill off the tank health pool, that character loses the ability to taunt or something along those lines. What do you think? Um, I
0: want to say this before it goes out of my mind, but, uh... Who was it that just came up? Okay, so Jedi Knight Anakin in chat says, I think more along the lines of Gas and Cam, not like Inspire, Prepared, or Courage, mini-raid boss. What about this? What if... And this would be pretty simple to do, I would think. What if Galactic Legends were just listed or they got the same treatment as a raid boss? All those abilities that say you can't do this against uh, against a raid boss... Accounted against Galactic
1: Legends, that would definitely be a new mechanic. That's a good point because you know what? Let's
0: say Dark like Knight's Annihilation, or you know, there's all these ones that yeah, you can't. What uh, what is, what is uh, Darth Treya's um isolate isolate? There's so many different abilities that do not do certain things against raid bosses.
1: Yeah, that's that's actually pretty interesting.
0: So I don't know. I don't know how
1: that would work or if it would
0: work on a regular character. But that is one thing that we have not seen. And I wouldn't even be surprised if we saw it. And that would be the type of character I would assume that would ever be thought about on.
1: I like it. So I knows? totally like it. Um, all right. So another idea kind of with this two different health pool ideas that I had was like like i said before you could kind of tie them to abilities or you could kind of make it to where um you really just kind of have to attack two characters because um spoiler if you haven't seen Rise of Skywalker i'm kind of, i'm about to mention something that was kind of in Rise of Skywalker But something that you see in that movie, it it is towards the end and the way they said it, I don't suspect this will be what it is, but it would be kind of cool because you kind of have that whole scene where Ray and Kylo are passing the lightsaber through their, whatever that connection is that they kind of have. And it would be kind of interesting if there wasn't like a way to transfer, say, an ability or something along those lines from one character to another. Like, yeah, that would on be. this character's turn, he can use any ability from any ally or something along those
0: lines. There's plans. one character in the game that adds an ability to all the other characters, right? Isn't it Thrawn?
1: I know Thrawn does. I feel like there's someone else that does Because Thrawn it, gives yeah, an Thrawn... ability
0: that you can clear debuffs or something.
1: Yes, cleanse your debuffs, and you gain 50% turn meter, I believe. Um,
0: so that wouldn't be a I new w- mechanic so much. It would be new if it was adding, if you had like a button on the far right where you could click on it and pick a certain special one from a different character to use that turn or something. Yeah. I don't know.
1: What about this also? Here's another idea that I just thought of. What if it is a character that acts like a capital ship? It would almost kind of be like Watt or C-3PO in a way, but not entirely. Um, It's a character that can't be defeated, but it kind of controls the match. It can still attack. It can still do damage, use abilities, has abilities on cooldown, all that sort of stuff. But it kind of controls the match, and you have to kill... You know, all of its allies first. It would kind of be like General Ankin Skywalker if you had to kill all of his enemies before actually killing him. Because um, Arnold actually had a video about using, you know, a mole lead with Darth Nihilus to annihilate General Ankin Skywalker. Which we talked about in the past and knew was possible based on the way they kind of specifically worded his stuff. Is that he could be annihilated. And that would actually kind of be a possible option, too, if you had some sort of weird mechanic like that. (laughs) Drew has
0: made me think of another idea. Um, He said, I hope we we don't get power-ups. Like, after three hits, you get super hit if no one got a CH on you, critical hit on you. Yeah. Enrage is another thing that would be interesting. If you don't attack this character... For three three of your own turns, he gets a bonus turn with a bonus damage or something.
1: Let's be honest. If they add in rage to a character, it's going to be Kylo. (laughs) So... Quite possible. I could see it. I could actually see that. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. Sign me up. Whatever it is, I'm excited to see
0: just exactly what they're talking about here. Because we could probably sit here and make stuff up for an hour, but i don't know
1: man oh oh we could go a lot longer than an hour but um (laughs) yeah
0: that's for sure
1: so yeah let's let's go ahead and jump to this um we want to talk about new game modes that we may like so let's i don't know i don't even know what to play you know what i'm gonna play one we don't
0: play often even if it doesn't
1: that because we have so many great sanders let's just hear one this this is one of my favorites Someone has been very bad, bad at trivia. It's time for that naughty boy to get punished. I want you to just grab me and take me. Why did the young
0: Gamorian guard not pursue a better career than pizza delivery? He could only get a job at the hut. Misa love
1: boomboxes. And it makes my cloaca (laughs) throb with arousal. Uh, Classic. We don't hear I, that I one die every time. It's so funny. I still <laughs> think that th- I, th- I still
0: think that Gamorian guard joke is one of my, the best things I've ever made up.
1: It, it was. is it pretty good. I have to admit. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh. Um. Yeah. So
0: game modes we'd like. Uh, I want to talk about assault battles real quick. Um. It's interesting they're talking about new tiers for assault battles because. They haven't had a new one, I believe, since Places of Power and Ground War. I think those are the two newest ones. Okay. But I'm going to list off some factions, and those are the ones that are involved in assault battles now. And you're going to notice that there are a few that are not involved in assault battles that have recently been reworked, added, or, you know, have a place where they could be. So uh, of factions that are used... Military Might is Rebels and Clones. Secret and Shadows is Night Sisters and Phoenix. Ground Wars, Jedi, Ewoks, and Ugnaught for some reason. <laughs> Rebel Roundup is Bounty Hunters and Imperial Troopers. Places of Power is First Order and Sith. Forest Moon, Empire, and Droids. Those are all the assault battles. Now, if you think about what the ones I listed there, there are some very um, key factions that we have used a lot now in this day and age of Swugga that don't have assault battles. So beyond tiers, it would be nice to add these to some of them, correct? Agreed. So you've got got the Separatists. Uh, That includes, you know, the Separatist droids. It includes all the Separatists that were reworked. It includes Geonosians, which I also listed as a faction here, Geonosians, because you've got one for Empire, but you've also got one for Imperial Troopers. So there are uh smaller factions within bigger factions that get assault battles so you've got separatist geonosians galactic republic is another one that does not have a faction or assault battle old republic that's interesting old republic doesn't uh and more importantly a faction that's been in the game since the very beginning resistance is not involved in any assault battles
1: that's crazy
0: sith empire 501st uh There's a lot of factions that don't have Assault Battles still.
1: Um, Well, and a lot of those factions are newer factions. I mean, factions that were literally invented this year. I mean... uh, Sith Empire,
0: Old Republic, definitely new. 501st, new. Galactic Galactic Republic Republic and Separatists were made a long time ago, but really were nothing. Came together. I mean, Padme wasn't there, and she's one of the biggest leaders of Galactic Republic. Uh, Shakti... Another one that was not in the game before. Um, So... Yep. I don't know. Interesting to see if they decide on any new ones beyond... Because they might find that making these tiers, they're like, all right, well, some of these characters that we like, know, and love aren't even being used in assault battles. So... Yep. Just a... a point I wanted to ponder, but let's talk about this next thing. And this is where I'm going with that Horde mode. tower. Horde mode. That's hard to say.
1: Horde there mode
0: or tower mode. I was thinking of a What's weekly me, Galactic War rotator challenge. Okay. And basically what that would be, and this doesn't have to stick to Galactic War, but it would be interesting for Galactic War. It might actually make me play galactic war but basically it would be a weekly challenge and this shouldn't be that hard to make but it would be all right here's two factions beat galactic war with these factions once a day and if you beat them with clones or you beat it with imperial troopers you get the prize box um uh, make a better team composition for Galactic War enemies, so stop throwing around these random teams that you get in Galactic War and actually make it decent teams you're fighting against throughout the Galactic War. Um, okay. And then get better rewards for the weekly challenge rotator. But I think it would be interesting enough to add a weekly challenge as far as factions go to either beat a new version of Galactic War, not a new version of Galactic War, just Galactic War updated with better enemies, where now every week, if you opt in for this, that you can only use these types of characters to beat it to get a better prize. And then the other one is, if you did that, if you introduced a tower mode or horde mode, and once it's been going for a while, you started a rotator on it every week, where... You can beat it normally, or you can beat it with these factions to kind of level up the rewards you get at the end. I think that would be I cool. think a weekly rotator-type thing would make an interesting... It's not too hard, I don't think, to implement, but it also makes you wonder, okay, so what's going to come next week, and will I have that faction ready? And it might even encourage, in some cases, depending on the rewards for maybe a first-time finish uh, might even encourage you know gearing some of these other factions that uh you haven't touched so for sure yes horror mode give us horror mode
1: i mean <laughs> i don't know what that would entail but l- let's not go down that road <laughs> um i've I had a Moscow Mule, and I loaded this thing with vodka. Let's definitely not go down that road. Um, Mistakes were so, made. <laughs> uh, so what were some of your other ideas um, that were a little bit outside that box?
0: Oh, there I see. So in, in Marvel Strike Force, you know, I've been playing that. I actually hit, I got an achievement today in Strike Force for 180 days. So I've been playing that game for six months now. Uh, i can I, I can now see like the subtle differences between it and galaxy of heroes but raids are sh- massively different in that game than they are in star wars galaxy of heroes i know we've talked about this okay. before but basically it's a map with a bunch of nodes on it and you have to work with your mm-hmm. guild to build yes. beat all of these nodes all the way into the end where there's boss nodes where which are harder than the rest of them I think it would be interesting where if you had a, let's say it's a 40 node map with, you know, one line, and you had a week to beat this guild event where every person, if it was 40 nodes, every person wouldn't have to hit it. You'd only have to have 40 out of your 50 hit it. But let's say every person has to hit it once you can only hit it once and you progress through it and it's all meta teams and you have to have your guild decide who's gonna hit it next to get through each one of these all the way to the end of a PVE type of like uh, basically it'd be co-op campaign every week Some kind of like, it's so kind of like a mixture of territory wars with a campaign map where each node you get through unlocks a different tier of rewards. I don't know. I just think it would be, it's very similar to that raid structure. That sounds
1: interesting. I don't think I would mind it, but I'm not sure how exciting it sounds.
0: Yeah. You know, new content just sounds great to me in general. So it doesn't sound exciting, but it does sound like it's not nothing. So I'd be okay with it. It wouldn't be my number one choice. You know what I mean? But I mean, like there's, there's so many different ways you could go about trying to implement the way raids are in MSF into, um, into Star Wars, Galaxy of Heroes and, and, Zuriab in chat says raids are tedious in MSF, and yes, they are because you open a new one right after the last one ended, so you're always attacking the stupid thing. It takes so Good. much effort; it's annoying. If that was Sounds not, horrible. if that was not the case in this game, that would be perfect because if it, if you got to that point, adding something new that was that tedious in this game, along with everything else that's tedious, that would suck. But there's got to be some way to implement something similar that's more fun and you know better to play
1: and i played this game for a very short time but wasn't this almost kind of like a spider web type thing or a bracket of some sort where things kind of branch out and there are different paths you can take yeah so depending on which
0: one you attack it opens like one or two different other ways you can go so you'll have to send everyone on different lanes they're called so that you cover all of the nodes so once you okay, and depending on there's like rewards in that game are 30% of it's completed 60%s completed or 100%s completed so basically depending on how many of your nodes you get through is a your reward structure but okay there's seems okay it's an interesting layout that's not similar to anything that's in galaxy of heroes
1: that's true agree
0: i want to go back to something said in chat earlier by deep echo he was talking about a story mode where you kind of play through the movies with your characters just kind of
1: would love this but
0: do not see that ever happening, but it was a cool idea. I don't either, but it it
1: would be freaking fabulous. It would be so good.
0: I'm like, all right, now you're fighting the Death Star. Take whatever ships you want. You know, things like that. That would be really cool with a story. If we
1: don't get a Death Star raid, I will lose my shit.
0: Yeah, because I've already said there's going to be a possible... Or there is going to be a ship a part of whatever raid is coming. And... They're it only makes sense that it's a Death Star raid, right? Cuz if Basically. they released a raid that had a ships in it and it wasn't the Death Exigol, Star, I
1: guess. Yeah. Uh,
0: uh and that's before the spring. Stop it. Now you're making me think that it it might be that. No. <laughs> no, New Hope. We need New Hope Death Star raid. Stop it with I like this.
1: It. I would love it. I would love it. Mm. Um I've been trying to think of other ideas for game modes, and I'm not really getting much. Yeah, it's the, it's the only other thing that okay, when they first announced ships, we talked about this endlessly. This was our idea for how they should implement ships. And that was you have five characters out, and then you have a ship that like helps you attack the other team. So it's almost like a six v six or it's something. In along the those game. Lines.
0: It is already in the game. What do you mean? You get it in territory battles.
1: Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, because yeah, you kind of do. That's a good point. You
0: got the uh, you got the yeah. ship support as a button. You can use it, and then it goes on cooldown. It's it's literally something we talked about that we wanted ships to be, and it was later put in as a okay. territory battle platoon thing.
1: Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. All right. What if you had a you pick five characters and three ships. You go into a battle. Your three ships have to take out their three ships, so that their three ships don't take out your ships, and then be able to attack your characters. So you have like this tiering thing. So characters have to take out characters before they can attack ships. Ships have to take out ships before they can attack characters. It'd be interesting and you have if all the... eight V eight tape.
0: Yeah, eight V eight where the turn meter for the ships and the characters are all going. So like. Okay. Yeah. As long as it showed somewhere on the screen where while the ships were off screen or the characters were off screen what the turn meter of the things around you were, so you knew what to hit, but that'd be interesting for sure. I don't know. I still want a I still want the quest thing that I've talked about. I still think that would be cool.
1: It seems so boring. Yawn <laughs> In most games I'll uh, yeah it, it's a pretty common idea but um hey chicken bottom that's rude my my ideas are not all nutty complex leave me alone <laughs> um I think I had some good ideas tonight but whatever um that I, I don't really have any other ideas for game modes and things like that do you have anything else you'd like to add
0: I think that pretty much covers everything I was thinking about so,
1: all right, we'll see you next week on episode 180. Isn't episode 180 next week?
0: It is 180. It I is. thought today was yeah. for some reason.
1: No, it's 179.
0: I think that is it, though. I think that's all we have for tonight.
1: Um, so, real quick before we head off, we will say. Um, we were gonna do our review of Rise of Skywalker tonight, but I have not got around to go and see it a second time. I'm gonna try to do that here pretty soon. And then hopefully next week we'll have a new episode up on our chosen ones feed of that. And I swear to god, eventually I'm gonna get to watching Clone Wars. I keep trying to do it. I just keep not doing it. I'm gonna do it. I just don't know when. I need to get caught up. Um but that's going to be on our Chosen Ones feed as well. And also, big, huge thank you and shout out to our friends over at Blue Designs. bluesigns.com if you want a microphone or freaking amazing-ass set of headphones, kick-ass mic stand. I was about to say, even need,
0: if you don't buy a microphone... The Compass boom stand is way better than any of the 2 it's or so 3 good. that I had before this one.
1: So There's nothing that compares yeah. uh, on the market for the price. The the Compass is uh, of all the things that Blue Designs makes, the Compass is by far my favorite. It's It's the I, most I universal. It's it's, it is definitely yeah.
0: something that you will love if you get it. It's
1: fabulous. So, pretty,
0: yep. shout out to Blue. You guys I remember when this was released, and I was super stoked to get it because my old oh, one—I yeah. oh, I hated my old one—and then I got this one, and it was just yep. no comparison.
1: I've got my old one holding my camera currently. Um, <laughs> Is that
0: why your camera it, always drifts? Yeah, yeah, that's part of. I'm the always reason. like, because I I'm either asking you to re, like replace your camera, or people on the live stream will see it while I I. Readjust your camera on the screen because half your face has gone missing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah. Um, anyways, hope this episode sounded better thanks to some new adjustments in the room. And I hope you guys will subscribe, share the show if you found it useful. Leave us a review. Uh, we would love it if you guys would leave us some reviews. I think I think on the Shattered Order on iTunes we're so close to triple digit reviews. It would be great. If you guys could push us over that number, it would be awesome. Also the chosen ones feed. If you would go subscribe over there so that when we get some other stuff going, uh, you know, it's great. The, the reviews let people know that the show's good for other people to actually check it out. Um, it does, it makes a big difference. Uh, and thank you guys all. Um, I'll put a link to all of our t-shirts in the show notes. If you guys need a t-shirt, I had a couple of you guys asking in the live chat. Uh, so that'll be in the show notes for this episode and our Patreon links, all that sort of stuff. If you want to support the show, we would greatly appreciate it. Do you have anything else to add? All I have to say is
0: thanks for listening. I can't wait for them to finally settle into their office from vacation and start feeding us non question and answer information so hopefully next week we have more to bring to you i have a feeling we will so we'll see what happens indeed all right thanks for listening everybody one episode 180 next week come join us until then we will see you on the
1: flip side we have spoken or i meant later (laughs)